G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Just a few days ago, the Federal Senate passed into law some key amendments to the Sex Discrimination Bill of 1984. With everything else that's been happening in federal parliament this week, this legislation has almost slipped under the radar, despite a National Party senator speaking out and crossing the floor to vote against party policy. She stated in her speech that to protect lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people from unfair discrimination, religious organisations can't have it both ways. They can't claim to not discriminate and yet keep the right to do so in taxpayer-funded aged care services. Geoffrey Bullock from Family Voice Australia has been paying close attention and joins me now. Geoffrey, this bill has always been about a variety of different aspects of how people, businesses and organisations treat others. But there's more to it than just that, isn't there? Yeah, I'll say. Uh, the whole idea of discrimination is something that, uh, in fact, has been let loose and and defined differently from its uh, long-lasting definition of simply being discriminate in the best sense of the word. And now discrimination has become a nasty thing, and all kinds of discrimination seems of, is, uh, is, is not on. You can't do it. And... Uh, that's that's a furphy, and we need to expose it. All right. Well, let's take a look at this, uh, the bill. Now, the main basis of it was uh, relating to, for example, aged care providers not being able to discriminate on a basis of uh, same gender relationship or those who describe themselves as homosexual. Is that part of the, the bill? And initially, the bill uh, before the amendment basically said that you can't discriminate on the basis of marital status uh, uh, and, and a couple of other things. They've, they've now included into that uh, you can't discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity and intersex status. They're the things that have changed the bill and uh, the original bill that went to Parliament did not have uh, uh, a lot of that in um, but it, it, uh, it, they, they actually changed, well, it, it, that's what it was going to do, which we didn't like, I should say. And, and then they actually changed it in the Senate uh, after it had been passed in the lower house. They changed it in the Senate to take away the religious <coughs> exemptions for aged care. In other words, now, according to these amendments, a religious organisation could not discriminate against uh, people of sexual you know, who identified uh, uh, as homosexual um, and therefore their sexual orientation, gender identity, or intersex status uh, could not be dealt with uh, by by the, um, the religious ex- exemption that was going to be no more. In fact, it is no more now. Okay, now that's uh, that brings an interesting conversation too, because the aged care providers, some of the biggest aged care providers like Anglicare, Uniting Care, Mission Australia, and also Catholic Health, have all come out and said, "That's fine. We don't want to discriminate against anybody. We're quite happy for this 
um, amendment bill to go forward. Exactly. And most of the providers do provide for if there was a homosexual couple coming in, they would uh, arrange for them and accept them. So you've got to question why they have done this. And it seems to me that the answer is that it's a thin end of the wedge for other restrictions in the future. Okay. Now, do you think this is related to some of the, uh, I guess, some of the other areas of same-sex and same-gender relationships, marriage, um, rights as it's been put to, especially as we see uh, in the US just in the last 24 hours with uh, some legislation being questioned by the Supreme Court, but no clear decisions being made, which the gay and lesbian lobby in the US has said is a big win for them. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at it yet. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I, I haven't seen anything. I usually get a response from the FRC, Family Research Council. I'm waiting for that to see what they've actually done. But the the the, the, the um, caption in the in the uh, ABC 24-hour um, program seems to indicate that some changes have been done but not necessarily endorse same-sex marriage. So I'm waiting for that. I'm not sure. Do you, do you know? Yeah. According to the New York Times, the Supreme Court ruled that married same-sex couples were entitled to federal benefits, and by declining to decide a case from California, they have effectively allowed same-sex marriages there. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it further. But that coming back to Australia, that simply places more pressure on the recognition of same-sex marriage. Uh, you know, it, it's sort of standing at the door waiting to come in. And uh, again, if, uh, if that happens, there are a, a lot of problems that occur. Uh, you know, I, I, we haven't got time to go into those. Mm. But uh, back, coming back, if I could, Matt, just to emphasise the fact that the idea of discrimination is something that has been uh, just mistreated for so long. Um, the present discrimination, Sex Discrimination Act pro- prohibits discrimination on any, any many grounds, sex, marital status, pregnancy, and, and now these added extras. And yet, on the other hand, it allows discrimination on many of these same grounds through affirm- affirmative action. It, it seems to be very arbitrary. In fact, it is arbitrary control. It's not the rule of law that forms a precious part of our common law heritage. The inconsistencies and contradictions show that the assumed principle of non-discrimination is neither universal nor practical. They're just simply using it as a tool to get their own way. And people need to understand that. And we need to get redress. There is nothing wrong with a, a, a religious organisation saying, OK, this is what we stand for. Uh, we're going to have people come to our place who recognise this and we're going to minister to them in their aged care. And that means excluding many you know, people who might, and mind, mind you, they're quite a minority, uh, who are same-sex couples, etc. And they, these people, there's other places where they can do that. And as, as you've already said, there are many religious organisations that have done this. So, you know, the whole thing is, is there's other reasons behind it. They want to restrict control uh, and allow the things that they want in the humanist agenda. Now, one of the things that Family Voice is saying is that, okay, this legislation is particularly related to aged care at the moment, but the way that the legislation has gone through means that it could have a flow-on effect to areas like uh, schooling, for example. Yes. You know, Christian schools not being able to discriminate against hiring people who ascribe yep. to their particular brand of Christianity. Exactly. 
all of those things are next. And the way they phrased it, and the states who've done this likewise, uh, who've done vilification and anti-discrimination laws, uh, have phrased it so that it's a simple removal of the exemptions that will, uh, you know, in the legislation, that will allow these things. So it's all set up, ready to go. And, and these these things, the Unfortunately, there are people who want to restrict the ability of people who are religious, who want to do their own thing, uh, to come back to the field and to you know, you know, be under the control of the state and their idea of what is good, right and true. Mm. Now, one of the other things, as we've seen and uh, discussed earlier this morning on the program, is the change in leadership of the Federal Labor Party and therefore a new Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Now, up until... What a month or two ago, Kevin Rudd was very firmly uh, telling the party line when uh, the Labor Party had said that they do believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. But Kevin Rudd, uh, despite his Christian convictions, has now come out and said that um, he believes that same-sex couples should be able to marry as normal heterosexual couples do. Does this... uh, do you think ring warning bells now with uh, Kevin Rudd back in the leadership position for the Labor Party and obviously as Prime Minister to maybe change the laws that Julia Gillard has been very firm on her stance on? I think you'll find that he will not change the idea that it remains a conscience issue. And so uh, I don't. I think he'd be foolish to do other than that. So I don't think he'll change it, even though he says he's changed his own position. Um, we're thankful to Julia Gillard for maintaining her personal opposition to it. However, the party has said we endorse same-sex marriage. Uh, at some stage in the future, uh, should the, uh, the, the constituency of the parliamentary members change to becoming uh, open to that and having that more and more, then indeed they, they will allow the legislation and if they're in control of the parliament, uh, it will become law. Uh, you know, they're the things we face. I don't think Kevin Rudd's going to uh, change anything in that area. Mm. Well, uh, an election is imminent, whether it be in August, September, or uh, some commentators now saying that uh, there is the possibility of uh, broadening it out to October or November. Obviously, this is something that we need to be aware of when choosing the candidates whom we are voting for to represent us in our electorates. Very it? much, uh, Matthew. And uh, we're going to be issuing a ten-point question or ten-question questionnaire uh, before the election, and that that certainly will be one of the one of the issues that we take. In fact, we'll, we'll probably do a couple of questions on that. Will the candidate, uh, you know, does he stand for same-sex marriage? Will he seek to change it, or will he re- try to, you know? reverse, for example, the Sex Discrimination Act that, uh, amendment that's just gone through. And do you think that is a, a, a big issue for this forthcoming election, or are there other bigger there issues? There are other bigger issues uh, that we need to do, but uh, one of them will be, certainly, will you maintain same-sex, uh, you know, restrict same-sex marriage from, uh, from the laws of the land? Uh, that is the major issue, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, it seems like there's going to be a lot of time to uh, contemplate as the uh, the new cabinet gets sworn in and uh, the new leadership takes over and starts to 
I guess, do what they do, as new leaders do, is yeah. to uh, put their own style of leadership onto the things. Uh, I, just to give a Christian slant to the whole thing, I think God sits back and just sort of laughs. I think Psalm 2 is actually a very good psalm to describe our present things. You know, why do the nations rage and the kings do what they do? And uh, I, I think, you know, God is the Lord, and uh, he'll allow these things to go on to a certain extent. And But eventually, he's the one who says, I'll decide. Uh, He's in control, and I think Christians need to understand that. At the same time, we need to stand up for the things that God says. There's a line in the Manhattan Declaration that I love that says, you know, we will by all means render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, but we will on no account render to Caesar the things that belong to God. And if we keep that in mind and, and, and stand by it, um, we will see change for good in this land. All right. Well, Jeffrey Bullock, always good to get your opinion. And uh, thanks very much for your time on 2020 today. Thanks, Matt. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.